Um, do you know what I've been craving today that I haven't had in several years? What? A frappuccino. Girl, you know what I used to tear up? The strawberries and cream frappuccinos. Oh, oh, that doesn't sound like a good flavor to me. It's literally just a strawberry milkshake. Oh. But not. Because mm-hmm. you can feel like you're posh. Right. It's a it's a strawberry milkshake with a 50% upcharge. Mm-hmm. The first time I ever had a frappuccino, my grandma gave it to me. She was babysitting, of course. Mm-hmm. And even though I think there's maybe like half a sip of coffee and a frappuccino i was up all night i was literally up all night we don't talk enough about the way that caffeine impacts these girls these girls right here are caffeine's our worst nightmare it's our biggest enemy if you want me to become dysfunctional give me some coffee give it to me and i literally won't be able to function for the rest of the day you'll have to feed me eight slices of bread and eight hours of sleep yes before i'm tolerable i will have to lie down for the rest of the day because it just i it makes me feel as though i am no longer in my body yeah no i'm watching from above Mm -hmm. i hate caffeine and i'm shaking and i feel it also makes me feel sick in my body yeah no i feel like I feel seriously unwell and I get so anxious. Yeah, it's like sick with anxiety and with other things. But I've been running a bit of a trial. It's literally just coffee that does it to me. Because I can have tea. I can even have those charged lemonades from Panera. Mm -hmm. Which I thought would be interesting because those have like an ungodly amount of caffeine. Like I shouldn't be drinking them. But I feel fine when I drink those. The charged lemonades I feel a little bit wonky sometimes Mm -hmm. I think. But I also haven't had one of those in like over a year. Um, But yeah. It's just coffee. Yeah, and I want to know that I want to speak to a clinician. <laughs> yeah, because I just I don't know why. Because when I have coffee, it's it's not good for anyone. What are the properties of coffee other than caffeine? Yeah, or is the caffeine and coffee different? Yeah, can we speak to barista? <laughs> I need a barista and a nutritionist on the phone on the panel. Mm-hmm, yeah. Mm-hmm. Welcome back to Cousin Time, Jessica. And Cameron, our college friends turn post-grad roommates, learning to navigate the world. Join us as we reminisce on our childhoods, rationalize our Sunday scaries, and reflect on what it was like to be a girl in the world at a sleepover. Sleepovers. I loved a sleepover. I still do. Mm-hmm. Okay, high of a sleepover is like that 11 o'clock to midnight hour. Yeah. Low of the sleepover is the next morning. Like, that's... That's an adolescent hangover. No, I was literally about to say it's, like, worse than a hangover. But also, okay, I feel like the high of the sleepover is, like, 11.30 to 1.30. Mm-hmm. Just to shift it a Depending little. Depending on the age. Yeah. And I remember, like, like, you know when you are leaving the sleepover, it's the next morning, somehow you feel dirtier than you ever have in your entire life. <laughs> and you look life. dirtier than you ever you have. You look atrocious, and then you go home and you shower and you sleep in your little bed, you take a little nap, that's the best feeling in the world. But then I've been searching for that feeling my entire life. (laughs) I would always the next day have so much guilt. What? For staying up so late. You felt guilty I would feel like I wasted my whole weekend. Even though I would do it every weekend and have so much fun, the next day I would always feel like, oh, I wasted so much. I don't understand you or, I'll say it, the way that you have feel guilt in your body. And that is not meant to be as accusational as it sounded, but I just, I feel like whenever I experience guilt, it's because I'm feeling like I've wronged someone else, Mm. but somehow your guilt, you are both the victim and the perpetrator. Explain it to me. I I can't. My therapist asked me that too. (laughs) 
this is a problem I've been paying to solve. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But there's no answer yet. All right. Well, keep me updated mm-hmm. on the discovery journey for that one. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I, I loved the day after the sleepover mm-hmm. because it's like you have an excuse to just chillax, do nothing. And it does feel like a hangover, you know? No, it really does. And okay. I just love the image of like when you're literally walking out that sleepover front door, your hair, no one's ever seen it worse. Somehow you came with everything in one bag and you're leaving with, like, a bag that's unzipped and, like, eight different things in your hands. Yeah. And you're, like, wearing, like, shorts and a giant sweatshirt and probably Ugg boots. Oh, yeah. Definitely your Uggs. And you might not even be wearing socks with your and Uggs. they might not even be your Uggs. No, they're just the Uggs that were at the door. <laughs> they happen to fit. But without socks, mm-hmm. you just can't be too certain. Did you, growing up, well, I guess you had so many different places that you lived, but I lived in the same place, and there was one house from, like, my friend group that was always the sleepover house. In my, like, middle and high school years, we had kind of two houses we alternated between, but one was definitely, like, the fan favorite. Mm. What Because what makes a good sleepover house? Okay, this sleepover house, oh, it's such a good sleepover house, and what made it a good sleepover house was the basement. Yes, that's it, because a girl's got to have her privacy. Mm-hmm. And the this house was stunning. Now that I'm reflecting on it, it was a one of those three-story situations, but it's like the basement is like, it's on a hill, so mm-hmm. the basement's kind of underground. You know what I mean? Yeah, this was literally my sleepover Really? House. And you walk in, it's got such high ceilings in the living room because it's like the ceilings are up to the second floor. And you walked in, and it was a stunning kitchen. And her mom always had snacks ready for us. I remember eating so many cheese and crackers. Mm-hmm. And then the um, basement was basically like its own little house down there because it had a little like a little mini kitchen. It had a pool table, I remember, like a big couch, a bedroom, a playroom. It was the dream sleepover house. That's so dreamy. And then there was a door down there that went directly out to the trampoline. Yeah. Oh, and the trampoline, that steals the deal. And it was in a dead-end cul-de-sac. So you, we're just out in the street. That's a perfect sleepover house. I know. I think my, I'm one, are you having these moments these days as we near 25 where you have these moments where you're like, wait, my frontal lobe, she just winked at me. Like mine just winked at me because I, hearing that story was more excited to host a sleepover for my future kids than to go back and do a sleepover again. Oh, I was nostalgic. I mean, I was that too, but like the hope for the future outweighed it, which was a really special moment. I don't know if I feel that per se, because I feel like what I think is I'm never gonna, I'm never gonna afford a house like that. (sighs) Yeah, and that, you twisted the knife. (laughs) You're right. I apologize. Thank you. I know that that is a tough subject right now. Mm -hmm, Thank you. Um, My sleepover house, the basement was just two rooms because it was like, it was on a hill, so this was, like, literally, like, the other floors were bigger or whatever. Yeah. This one, you go down there, and it was my friend's bedroom, and then this other room that was just lined with couches, big empty floor, and then the wall was, like, a projector screen. Oh, like that's down. good. And so we would just, it would be so dark, and then we would not know what hour it was, and we'd be watching, usually, sleepover shows. Psych or Pretty Little Liars. I, we didn't watch any of those. Or Teen Wolf. Those were our sleepover shows. We had eras, like, as we grew up. I'm trying to remember what we watched. I remember playing a lot of Wii at my sleepovers. Mm. But it was, like, 
I feel like we it was like we singing games. Like mm-hmm. we were we were doing a lot of singing. Oh, you know what we watched so much of? Oh my god, what what was that show? I think it was like an improv comedy show. Do you want to know what I'm talking about? Whose line is it anyway? Yes, I yes! love that show. That was I our sleepover show. show. Was whose line is it anyway? I love that show, but I didn't watch it at sleepovers. I would watch it like I remember watching it with my dad like Saturday afternoons, like eating lunch. We'd watch that or like American Gladiator. What? Yeah. Okay. I don't know what American Gladiator is. <laughs> is it? Is it like Survivor? No, it's like um, it's like. Is it Ninja Warrior? Oh, like, we like watched this big, like extremist obstacle course type of thing. We watched. We were on our, I guess, on our. It's not reality show, but our. It's not fiction either. <laughs> A secret third option. Because <laughs> we were watching Whose Lines It Anyway, and we were watching Wipeout. Wipeout. I wasn't allowed to watch that show. Really? Yeah, because my mom said it was derogatory. <laughs> <laughs> it is so dehumanizing. <laughs> she was like, they're just bullying them. But also, I might watch some. Sleepovers when I was younger, though, like, I feel like, because there's a definite, like, difference in the sleepover going from, like, an elementary sleepover to a middle or high sleepover. Mm-hmm. Because middle or high is about the gossip. Mm-hmm. It's about the TVs. You're, like, making movies, that kind of thing. Oh, elementary, yeah. You're making, you're making movies. movies. It is Warner Brothers. <laughs> it's literally the back lot. <laughs> Yes. Um, but elementary school, it's still that, like, that silly, funny games. Like, it's more structured, and there's definitely more parental involvement. I feel like I didn't go... I'm trying to remember when I went to my first sleepover. Oh. I don't know if I went to any sleepovers in elementary school. I'm trying to remember. No, no, I did. I feel like in elementary school, most of my sleepovers were birthday party, but my next-door neighbor and best friend, we would have sleepovers literally, like, every weekend. Oh, my God. Just because basically like sleeping at home yeah yeah i feel like i went to a couple sleepovers in elementary school but i feel like middle school middle school was the sleepover era yeah by high school no more really well in high school i i still had sleepovers in high school but it was just it was just will sleeping at my house a lot yeah which was still a sleepover but my twin was always there (laughs) it was just again it was just the day yeah what's the day tuesday will sleeping over (laughs) yeah I remember in my elementary school sleepovers with my bestie, we would always watch Ice Age. I hate Ice Age. I feel like that's a movie you would absolutely hate. Yeah, but... I hate it too. That little fucking chipmunk thing yeah. that used to be on, like... Remember, he, so it was, like, shorts. They would do shorts, and it would always be, like... You'd be at the movie theater. Makes me nauseous. Yeah. You, you know, because he wanted to show his face in every movie. Yes! And I was like, please, give me some alone time. Like, I felt like I was constantly trying to escape Sid. And he was everywhere. And I think that I was also, I, I had so much disdain for it because I was so stressed for Sid because his little walnut was always getting out of his he hands. He never learned. He never learned. And he was battling the elements. And he should ice, the ice age. He should have died. We should have killed Sid off. No, because the way that I would have rested so much easier. Yes, because he was, he was, he was sliding down glaciers. Mm-hmm. For his at his age, Mm-mm. at his age, at his size, at his species, Mm-mm. no, not in that day and age. No, <laughs> um, but we would always watch Ice Age. Like we, we would rotate one through four. They really loved it, and I hated it. But I was not in my like self advocating era, and it's new. <laughs> there has their rules, you know, and I um, would always fall asleep immediately because I would hate that movie so much. But I also think. I used to think it was because I hated that movie, but now I'm like, oh, I just kind of fall asleep during most movies. Yeah, you do. So it's still TBD. You're 
the movie turns on and you're the sleepiest girl in America. Something about it. <laughs> a sleepover memory that I have that really stands out is we played spoons a lot. Love spoons. But I don't think that my game of spoons is the same as your game of spoons no. because our game of spoons was corroborating. I feel like maybe I've talked about this on the pod before. Corroborating the most vile concoction that you can, but oh, it has to fit on the spoon. We've talked about this. I don't know if it was on air or not. <laughs> um, yeah. So I remember, like, the person who was dared to do when we play spoons. The person who was going to be injecting that would be like downstairs and then a few of us would go up and corroborate this is so like 2012 core i know and it would be like peanut butter and mustard and like ranch and a little bit of salt and then you'd say here would they get to know what was on their spoon i think they'd have to guess that's vile <laughs> what was your gnarliest spoon you ever took i down? think i blocked out all the spoons mm. I think I blocked them all out. Got it. But I think the I I, I started gagging. I'm worried. Yeah. So I think the 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 this trauma is deep. Mm-hmm. It's buried. <laughs> yeah. Another sleepover game that my friends and I would play is we played apples to apples, but in a different way. Was apples to apples big in your in your life? Oh yeah, apples to apples was the sleepover game. The game of twenty twelve through fourteen. Yes, but because we played played this literally every weekend at our sleepovers we eventually got bored of it so we kept coming up with like variations and our favorite one was the red cards we don't know them only playing green mm-hmm. we deal out you know like you still flip over the green but then everyone has a handmade card that says everybody's name on it and you hold up the person who most fits that adjective and then whoever gets the most votes gets that card Wow. Which was so fun and spicy. That sounds ingenious. It was so fun. Yeah. I remember, I'm trying to think of what else. We would also, at sleepovers, do, I don't know if this was a game per se, but like, we loved to be scared. We loved (laughs) to be scared. Mm -hmm. And something that's going to scare a girl every time is the dark. So it'd be like, closing someone in the bedroom mm-hmm. and like making noises and seeing how long they <laughs> they last they last <laughs> before they say let me out would you ever play murder in the dark maybe i feel like that, that this is a game that literally has a million names so you mm-hmm. might know it but like where everyone like draws a card and then somebody's the murderer but you walk around with all the lights out and then the murderer like pinches someone oh, and yeah. they have to be dead yeah that game would always freak me out mm. because i'd always be like what if we died for real right now Bodies, bodies, bodies. Yes, but actually, speaking of the sleepover being Warner Brothers Studio, my sleepover group, we made a movie that was literally bodies, bodies, bodies. Really? But like eight years ago, ten years ago maybe. It was like, because we always talked about it when we played Murder in the Dark, we were like, what if someone actually died? Mm-hmm. And then we made a movie where, honestly, Netflix needs to sign us because this is a great plot. It, obviously. Um, we were each a cl- character from Clue, and then... We would walk around, and, like, it was basically then someone actually died, but then we were, like, then we became our clue characters, and we had to solve the mystery of who died at the sleepover. It was very meta. Yeah. We made music videos. Oh, God. Yeah. With choreography. On, like, do you remember those, um, the, like, flipped cameras? I think that was the brand. We would tear up a little music video action with one of these Mm -hmm. flipped. Quality? Dismal. Yeah. Fun? Out the roof. <laughs> yeah. I feel like the two music videos I remember making most strongly are Call Me Maybe, duh. Duh. And Glad You Came. 
Um, we were in our Justin Bieber era. Heard. Yeah. Do you have any horrible sleepover memories? Yes, I actually do. Um, okay, let me set the scene. Okay. It's fourth grade has just let out. Mm-hmm. Okay? It's like literally the first day of summer. I'm moving that summer, so this is my this is my last supper. Okay? I'm going big this summer. And fourth grade, I found myself in... I had fallen in with the wrong crowd. <laughs> I had abandoned some true friends to be friends with the two popular girls and become a power trio. And they weren't good for me. Yeah, so I'm at the sleepover. It's a sleepover for one of the popular girls who's like the beta. Mm -hmm. Beta? Second in command. Alpha. Omega. Omega. Beta. I feel like she was beta. I was omega maybe, but it wasn't the alpha girl. It was beta, okay? Okay. Her second. Yeah. It was her birthday. And I really only knew... Her and Miss Alpha. I didn't really know the rest of the girls because they were, like, neighborhood friends or whatever. It's a great great and dandy time. Oh, also, like, I remember my mom was a little unsure about letting me go because of, um, because I didn't know anyone and because she knew these girls were not good for me. Mm-hmm. Mother knows best. Mm-hmm. And I, I finally convinced her to go. And I went. And we're down in the basement getting up to what girls get up to in the basement. And then Alpha, she says... Let's all get naked. And everyone does it. Everyone just gets naked. And then... This is fourth grade? This is... Yeah. Fourth grade. Everyone's getting naked, but it's like... Like, fully moons out? Well, I was closing my eyes. But, like... But naked. We're like, not I think just in our undies. No, no, no. I think there was no clothes on these girls' bodies. Like, she went first. And then she was like, someone should take a picture of me. And... No. Right? And I'm like, oh my gosh, what do we do? And so I befriended my one ally who also did not want to be a part of this. And we just went as far away in the basement as we could from that madness. And we just sat there saying, we don't want to do this. We don't want to do this. And we just stayed there till morning light. (gasps) They were naked all night? I don't know what happened, but we were too scared to go back. (laughs) And then that was, I think, literally the last time I saw those friends ever because I was like I just it was just a bad ending and I knew they weren't true friends yeah did you tell your mom about yes I remember I wasn't going to and then I remember the next morning finally morning light came and were they dressed (laughs) they were dressed and we all went and we were in the backyard playing red rover red rover it's like the dichotomy of man (laughs) and and I remember then I saw my mom pull up and I was going to be so brave and strong and just not even mention it Mm because I I was like she was right, you know, like, I couldn't let her know, and then I remember I get in the car, and she said, how was it? Wah! Waterworks, like, and there was just no going back, and so I said, they were getting naked. And what did she say? And she said, I'm going to T-Mobile, and she bought me a phone. <laughs> she said <laughs> you could text her the next time they got naked. Uh-huh. <laughs> when I was in high school, it was, I think, the last, like, group sleepover situation, and it was also the sleepover where I first tried the devil's juice mm-hmm. my first my first dance with the devil that being alcohol howdy um and i remember it's just honestly in reflection it's just the whole experience was so quintessential first drink high school like coming of age mm-hmm. but it wasn't like a big party experience you know what i mean like it's not like a big go to oh, a party oh i think i've seen the snapchat videos from this night i'm sure you have um it was giving it what exactly what it was which was a bottle of vodka three girls what have you me will and our friend ashley Uh we went to ashley's house 
And the first, honestly, everything about it is so quintessential for the era. Because the first activity of that sleepover was we made slime. We made slime soap. Again, the dichotomy of man. (laughs) Yeah. We made jelly soap. We were kind of hanging out with Ashley's two younger siblings. And then nightfall came. Also, I don't think Ashley's parents knew that we were spending the night there. We just at one point went in her room and closed the door and didn't emerge. And didn't see them again until they moved there. They... Her parents live in Indonesia now, so I've never seen them again. Do you stay in touch with her? Mm-hmm. Um, but we were in her room. We opened up that bottle of vodka. Who supplied it? I think. I th- who did? I feel like it might have been Ashley. But we had it, and we were just, we had three little tiny red solo cup shot glasses. Mm-hmm. You know the type. Mm-hmm. And we were just doing shots. Downing it downing it oh my and but the whole experience was confined to her bedroom and so it was just I feel like that became probably such a liminal space it was such a liminal space yeah and I remember the vodka and I remember we had I think like some flaming hot cheetos and and our wits wow yeah, I feel like that is very, um, like, 2016. I think that might have been the exact year that it was. Yeah. Yeah. It just is very locked in that moment. Yeah. I just can see, like, the Tumblr font. Mm-hmm. You know? Mm-hmm. Also, one time I had a sleepover. This was just, like, a one-on-one sleepover mm-hmm. with my bestie. We sat and recorded, like, on a video camera every single... We, we, we made a cover of every single song on One Direction's hit album, Up All Night. Just front to back. We sang the entire album acapella. <laughs> sitting on her basement it? floor. And we uploaded it all to YouTube. Is it still alive? No, it's still... It's not It's not alive anymore. Because I... Within a week, things went downhill. With the friend? Um, no, no, no. With, with, fans. With, with the watchers, with the viewers. <laughs> because people kept commenting... I'll say it. Hey, <laughs> I was up all night that whole week it was posted because... I knew I wasn't going to be allowed to have a video on YouTube. And I said, what if my parents find this? Which maybe they did. Like, maybe I'm speaking out of line. But also, how would they? I don't think they were searching up all night cover acapella front to back. <laughs> that that wouldn't have been in their repertoire. <laughs> and so then we I made her delete it. But you know what? The internet is forever. And so I obviously learned nothing from that. Because here I am. Yeah. Creating more footprints. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, our digital footprint is expansive. But we've actually been very careful in our digital footprint. And unless you know us first, there's no way to connect the podcast to mm-hmm. us. Maybe you should take out my, my underage drinking story. Because apparently some of my students have found the podcast. Okay. Okay, well, then any other stories you want to share then? No. Real quick, rapid fire me five dream sleepover guests. It's going to be you and five people all together at a sleepover. Who's it going to be? This is the dream. Mm-hmm. Okay, just give me a minute to find it. I can only, I can't, okay. Do you already have yours? Okay, well, just spitballing a little bit. <laughs> me, mm-hmm. I have to have my cousin there. Okay, So you're I gonna, didn't know I could include you. So you're going to be guest number one. Taylor Swift, guest number two. Um, Harry Styles. Also, I want to see what happens with those two. Kelly O'Hara. Who else seems like a girl's girl? Okay, so yeah. You, Taylor Swift, Harry Styles, Kelly O'Hara, Barack Obama, 
And I get one more. No, I don't. That was five people. You, Taylor Swift, Terry Styles, Kelly O'Hara, Barack Obama. Yeah, locking it in. Those are my five. Okay. My five are going to be you. Thank you. Trisha Paytas. Miley Cyrus. Troy Sivan, but I just want him singing that one song all night long. I feel that rush. And we're going to round it out with Wendy Williams. Every good sleepover needs a Wendy Williams. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's, yeah. That's the dream for like a where's this night going to go scenario. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like if it was a dreams like girl's girl moment, I I would want Taylor Swift there. I think I'd want Selena Gomez there. Maybe I just want to be in Taylor Swift's friend group. Yeah. Yeah, because mine, I feel like yours is good for like we're having a sleepover. Mm -hmm. Mine's like what girls do I want to sit on the couch with and solve problems Mm. and change the history of forever. I thought of one more sleepover story. Please hit me. Okay. Um... One other sleepover memory that I have, I don't know, it's not like a sleepover in the same way, but I still am going to categorize it with the sleepovers, and that was a church lock-in that I went to. Mm-hmm. And I just went, what church? I don't know. Okay. A friend's. All of my friends went to church. So, yeah, I sometimes found myself at the church. And I was at the church. It was, like, in the... Actually, I've been to multiple church lock-in, lock-ins, um, but this one was, like a lock-in like a traditional when you think of a lock-in the other ones were like a sleepover at the church Mm -hmm. um and I was like at Will's church but this one was like a lock-in and I feel like it was my first encounter of being in an overnight space with boys and girls mixed and I swear everyone from my school was there I don't know Mm -hmm. how maybe it was like a young life lock-in or something and I remember we were in the middle of the night like running through the church and just up to no good and now i just think about what a nightmare it would be to have to chaperone a church lock-in a bunch of middle schoolers mixed gender all night long and also there's nowhere to sleep yeah because you're supposed to be up all night because you're locked in no way out yeah a nightmare that's all wow I actually have lock-in experience, too. Really? And mine was at the mall. The Girl Scouts did a mall lock-in. All the Girl Scouts from that area gathered, and there was booths lining the halls of the mall where you could earn your badges, and then also stores were open. Like, you, I bought a, I bought a Webkins from Hallmark at a, at a, in the middle of the night, and you went to Claire's. And it was literally, I kid you not, best night of my life ever. Yeah. And then I moved after my first mall lock-in, and I was going to go back and, like, make a reappearance and like be the girl of the hour for mm-hmm. the fifth grade mall lock-in and I got sick and I have you ever seen me when plans get canceled I don't do well with canceled plans really like I sob for days and that was like my first experience with canceled plans like is it if it's like a big plan yeah like not if like if somebody's like oh I can't make it to dinner anymore right but like if it's something I've been looking forward to like it's not good I remember you said you were seeing Hamilton and then it got canceled or something or you're seeing newsies newsies and then it got canceled the flight got canceled yeah Yeah, and that was rough for me too yeah Yeah, any sort of thing like that is really hard really I'm not good at taking that yeah um I think my ultimate dream is a lock-in at the natural history museum I like that yeah what is your nightmare sleepover group you've been let's say I've invited you to a sleepover you don't know who's gonna be there you walk in what's the nightmare Okay, the nightmare is John Mayer, mm-hmm. Simon Cowell, mm-hmm. 
Donald Trump. Mm-hmm. James Charles. That's my nightmare. Yeah. If I had to pick four. Yeah. All right. My nightmare, I walk in. Tyra Banks. Jojo Siwa. Dr. Phil and the Dolan Twins. <laughs> and I say we merge these two groups, add in Ellen DeGeneres, <laughs> and call it a night. Imagine that's the presidential cabinet. Dream sleepover menu. Like, okay, not dream, but like actually like you pull up to the sleepover. What are you expecting and slash hoping to see? So many snacks. More snacks than any girl could reasonably eat, but I want variety. You know what I mean? I remember we would always have like like a cheese and cracker spread where it was like the cheese the cracker and like the little like mini like pepperonis or salamis Mm -hmm. loved that um any kind of well i think the other thing for me was we didn't have like snacks in our house growing up like not like like you're an ingredient household yeah and then if we did have snacks it would be like the nature's valley pop tarts or like Mm -hmm. veggie straws so like anywhere that i went and i said oh my gosh you have like a rice crispy treat that's crazy so anything like that was super exciting and i'd love for that to be on the menu um and then you know okay wait you know what a sleepover when especially when it's like a smaller scale sleepover when it's like you have dinner with their family yes i love that because (laughs) one thing i can do is schmooze a family yes yes me too um i loved when our family meal was either pizza or spaghetti yes Mm -hmm. i feel like okay i can't even remember like what the family meals would be but i always looked forward to that i love some time with the parents yeah and but i feel like when it was just like the like my classic sleepover group one cheese pizza, one pepperoni pizza, a carton of strawberries, and a box of Oreos. Like, that was going to feed us exactly what we needed it to, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. Yeah. That's that's a good menu. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, should we do our Aquanotes? Yeah! Okay, our Aquanotes this week is purchases you could make that qualify you as an adult. Mm-hmm. Some of these I've made. Some of these are in my five-year plan. Mm-hmm. First up, a rice cooker. That's a new five-year plan. Yes. Second, a fancy pillow. Like, not only buying a fancy pillow, but being excited about a fancy pillow. Mm-hmm. And third, anything new from a furniture store that's not Ikea. Yeah. I've yet to do that. All of my furniture is either secondhand or from Ikea. Me too. But I feel like the moment I walk into a different one and confidently purchase something will be life-changing. Yeah. All right. First things I have, uh, Tums. I bought my first container of Tums a month ago. Yeah. That makes you an adult because... You're not as young as you used to be. Not as young as you used to be, and you have the foresight to recognize that. Yeah. Um, anything that comes in a set. We're talking towels. We're mm. talking forks. We're talking plates. Anything that comes in a set, to me, makes you an adult. Yeah. Because our kitchen is a corroboration of yeah. things. And I think the important part there is like not only purchasing it in a set, but having the gumption to throw out what the old stuff was that doesn't belong in that set. Yeah. And additionally, like, a set, like, a good and proper set. Not four plastic Target plates. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then I have paintings from an artist, not prints. Yeah, I can't wait for that day. Like, to go in and say, oh, I like this art. I'm going to get it. Mm-hmm. And put it on my wall. Yeah. Like, something that is not printed and something that is not from home goods. Yeah. Or painted yourself. A printer. 
a shredder. <laughs> Why would you need a shredder? I just feel like my parents had a shredder growing up. You know what mine did too? To shred their documents. Yes. <laughs> and some days I have documents to shred. And you know what I have to do? By hand. Manual. Yeah. Because where am I going to put a shredder right now? And I would use it maybe twice a year. We have no room for a shredder. But like the day I buy it, the day I'm shredding frequently enough to be like, oh damn, I need a shredder. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Also, this is an honorable mention that I didn't put on, but a pencil sharpener, like an electric pencil sharpener. Again, something we always had at my house growing up. Mm-hmm. What day am I going to be like, oh, I should go buy a pencil sharpener? But sometimes my pencils need sharpening. I think when I have kids. Yeah. Because I remember having like a pencil sharpener on my like on my desk. Like in your homework station. Yeah. yeah. Um, a nightstand. Like I feel like I don't ha- I haven't had a nightstand. Mm. I haven't had a proper nightstand in my adult life. Mm. Like, there's things I use as a nightstand, or, like, I once bought a table and used it. Like, it was nightstand-esque, but it was $10 from Ikea. Yeah. A proper nightstand. More importantly, two on both sides of the bed. That's adult. I think, yeah, having a home where you can have a room big enough to do that. Yeah. Because, you know how this, like, the joke, like, you become an adult when your bed's in the center of the room? I have been, I have had that before. But I've been demoted, and there's no room for me to do that anymore in my new bedroom. And I think a caveat I I would like to add is your bed is in the middle of the room, and all of your furniture is bought from a furniture store. Yeah. That's the ultimate. Or, like, just truly having furniture in your bedroom. Um, My final one is stain remover. Oh. Like, getting a stain and purchasing something for it and it working. Mmm. I think a few things that I would like to add just off the dome um would be paint because you're painting your home which means you don't rent anymore Mm -hmm. that means you're an adult um a laundry machine yeah a secondary fridge or freezer for your garage Uh uh-huh a clock like a like a clock like a grandfather clock no like a clock that like isn't like like a clock for your nightstand Oh, like an alarm clock. You know what I mean? Like you're I feel like you're adult when your like function meets fashion mm-hmm. in a home goods type of way. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Wow, this made me feel really behind in life actually. <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm having I'm in a spiral, I think, later. Mm-hmm. Okay, well we'll try not to let that happen. Um, slay and dismay. Yeah. Slays and dismays. I think I'm going to say, because a lot of my things that I'm excited about are up and coming. So a sleigh from the past is our new subjective guess who game. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. We have created a silly little monster. A nightmare sleepover <laughs> lineup. And it's guess who. And we all know guess who. And we all know subjective guess who. But what we have created is cowboy guess who, which is all of the characters are people that we know. And we're the only two girls in the world that can play this particular game because everyone comes from a different facet of life where we're the only two girls that know all, like, 26 of those people. And there's so many of those people who are really, like, side characters. You know what I mean? (laughs) Like, okay, you know how you have, like, personal celebrities? Yeah. Like, our old upstairs neighbor is one of the people on our list. Like, the bartender at our neighborhood, our neighborhood joint. The guy who works behind the desk at Planet Fitness. Yeah, like, which hopefully none of them are listening. (laughs) Um, but, like, yeah, like, personal celebrities who, like, life, life we treasure and value. Yeah. Our Charlotte Cashier. <laughs> yeah. We've given her a name. And also who we know so, 
little about that subjective guess who takes on a whole new meaning because you're like do you trust this person with your money yeah like if you were in a car with this person would they want ox or snack duty and but the, the amount of times that we've correctly guessed is astonishing and the amount of times we've correctly guessed an individual who we who doesn't know our name mm-hmm. who doesn't even know our face <laughs> No, because yeah. I feel like we've correctly guessed Charlotte from Aldi and Louie from Planet Fitness, and we don't even know if those are their real names. Yeah. Um. So yeah, that is my slay this week. Subjective guess who? My dismay. What's not going well? Summer's ending. Yeah. Yeah. Tomorrow. Goodbye. Tomorrow's the last day of summer, and I'm not. I'm not ready to start back. Yeah. I'm not ready to start the school year. But hopefully this year will be so much better. I'm hopeful for this year that it's going to be better. I think it's going to feel a lot like my like first year teaching again because it's like a new school, n- new teaching materials, like new expectations. Like I'm already feeling overwhelmed with what I feel like I have to do. Mm-hmm. But I think it's going to be better in a lot of ways. Yeah. Yeah. No, that makes sense. Well, soak it up tomorrow, cowboy. Hey, thank you. My dismay is that I broke my favorite pair of linen pants. I wear these pants five times a week, mm-hmm. and then I accidentally like ripped like the the band that you tie that goes inside the waistband, and they're still wearable, but they're just not like they used to be. Yeah, um, which is a huge bummer, especially because they're relatively new. Um, but my sleigh is Lollapalooza, which was like my sleigh in advance last week, mm-hmm. but it was so fun. Particularly, I saw Maisie Peters, who was one of my faves. She was so good. We had a good spot for her, but I also got to see so many people. I saw Carly Rae Jepsen. Young Gravy. No, Young Gravy from afar. Sabrina Carpenter. Kendrick Lamar. Yeah. Yeah. Billie Eilish. Saw a lot of good folks. It was a good time. Very much worth the money. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. If you don't follow us, please do. Mm-hmm. At Cousin Time Pod, Instagram and TikTok. Send us an email, CousinTimePod at gmail.com, of your dream and nightmare sleepover yes, lineup. Yes, I'm actually very curious. I want to know dream and nightmare sleepover lineups. Please invite me <laughs> for the dream. Um, and we'll see you next week. Bye. Bye.